Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. with Simbra and Ivy podcast, a program dedicated to building stronger marriages. Each week, we invite special guests who instruct us, guide us, and help us to navigate through the terrains of marriage. Marriage works, and we are here to prove it. So stay plugged in for the next couple of minutes as our guests shed light into some of the dark spaces in our marriages. So whether you're married or not, we trust that you'll learn, laugh, and love just as much as we did. We are going to get straight into our podcast for today. My wife mentioned earlier on Guti, it's with languages, they're different dialects. Mm-hmm. Uh, in knowing the dialect that your spouse or your partner uh, prefers, learn to know of that particular language mm-hmm. what dialect she likes. Okay. And because you'll find that when you know, because you, you may, she may not like the caressing or she may not like being touched in a certain part mm-hmm. of her body. Mm-hmm. That's a dialect, okay. you know. So the, 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 the challenge now for the other guy or for the other partner mm-hmm. is to know which dialect to speak. Right. In other words, which parts to touch mm-hmm. in order to fill that love tank mm-hmm. in, okay. in that particular language. Okay. So, uh, and then also the partner to also know what the other partner likes mm-hmm. in terms of the dialect aspect. So I think that's where the balance comes in. Mm-hmm. in spe- instead of just going or painting the picture with just one, just oh, yeah. painting randomly, yeah. know the areas that your spouse, in particular to physical touch, likes and then just work those. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think... It sounds like a lot of work, hey? It's, how? How? how do you it's do? not. It's communication. Uh-huh. Communication is primary in every, um, in every marriage. Uh-huh. So, for example, if I don't like him holding my hand, but I like him caressing my back, just say it uh-huh. in a nice way, of uh-huh. course. <laughs> Honey, I would prefer you caress my back oh, instead of holding my hand. Right. Yes, exactly. So, after that, you'll know this is exactly what she likes. And this, for example, is maybe in your first year or two of learning each other's love languages. Mm-hmm. After that, you both know each other's languages, so it's no longer a chore. It's right. actually, I know what he speaks. Mm-hmm. I know exactly um, which dialect he speaks, so it becomes part of your, your marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. So with love, with the love language of a physical touch, so what are the actions to take? So we've spoken about uh, caressing bags, we've spoken about uh, hugs. Are, is, are kisses part of that as well? Yes, they are. Uh-huh. And so what it is is to make intimacy a thoughtful priority, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And what are the things to avoid if, if, you're, if, you're, if your spouse has that love language of touch, physical touch? What are some of the things that you need to avoid? Hmm. You need to avoid, uh, for physical touch, obviously, uh, well, for every marriage you need to avoid this, but a person whose love language is physical touch, Uh if they are hit or abused in every Mm. way, it's even more detrimental to them than anybody else, Mm. because what's supposed to be a hand of love is Mm. being used as a hand of abuse, so that is actually... Um, a thing to avoid yeah. and also avoid distance for a long time don't stay away from your partner for long periods of time without showing that without kissing them or touching them or whatever dialect they like speaking if it's um, sex even whatever it is do not withhold that even for manipulation purposes like we were speaking before yeah. Yeah. or for any other or reason punishment. yes or it's punishment exactly <laughs> because that you're starving that person right. of their love language and their love tank will go empty. Yeah. Hey. I think the other thing also to avoid is 
not to make the mistake of thinking that the touch that you like uh-huh. is what she likes right. mm. and vice versa right. because mm. that that's when you hear people saying stop it i like it you know that kind of <laughs> thing. so it's it's knowing that what you like may not necessarily be what she likes right. and yes. vice versa so that's mm. another thing to avoid as well mm-hmm. okay so um We've got a comment here on our WhatsApp, and it says, Hi, I'm Makam Makopa. Thanks for the discussion. My marriage was in a crisis, but now there's going to be a change. Wow. Wow, wow. Well that's done, amazing. Well Great done. stuff. Well done. You know, it's about implementing. When you learn something, go and try and implement it and begin to see the change. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. Makam. All right. Here's another uh, WhatsApp message. It says, how do, uh, how, do I, how does one communicate their love language without them coming out too needy or demanding? Uh, for example, my love language is gifts and would appreciate gifts a little more often from hubby than I'm getting. <laughs> NK. Oh, sh- should we discuss or should we answer that one when we come to... Yes, we're coming to it soon. All right. Okay. okay. That is the next one. Oh, yeah. That is actually the next one. Okay. So let's move into it. Okay. Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. So receiving gifts um, can be a tricky one because that's one of my second love languages, receiving gifts. It can be a tricky one because... <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> There's a, firstly, there's a difference between um, wanting expensive, extravagant things uh-huh. and actually just having the love language of receiving gifts. Receiving gifts is usually meaningful gifts. Right. So it's not about how expensive they are. It's about them being meaningful. Mm-hmm. For example, like I said, you always speak the love language that is yours. Mm-hmm. So I always used to give my husband these gifts because it was my love language, mm-hmm. but I realized, you know what, I'm trying to speak my language to him, which is not his primary love language. So right. I was thinking, okay, what's this all about? I would take a scrapbook and I would keep, I keep everything, like would, I'd keep the toll gate stubs from our first oh, Rora wow. and oh, I would wow. uh, keep all these things and then I would stick them in the book and say, you know, remember the first time we met and I'll stick a photo there. Oh. Do you remember the, the Rora when we were going out stick the stub there and so on so for me this was a meaningful thing because Mm. it meant our history it meant something to me so that's what i would give him it's not expensive but for me to receive the very same thing it would mean the world so it doesn't have to be anything extravagant or expensive usually with this gift it's actually something meaningful right because i was going to ask you though that what's what is the difference between a person who's got a love language of receiving gifts and materialism because isn't there like a thin line right there materialism versus a gift a love language of gift receiving you could see it as a thin uh, thin line but like what i said it is it's got nothing to do with um how expensive the gift is and usually materialism mm-hmm. even jima blesser mm-hmm. when the person doesn't have money anymore the bless you will run away right mm. but with the gift of uh, the the love language of receiving gifts mm. the person will stick it out <coughs> and the person can just go to the garden and get a rose to me it mm. means the world mm. my husband used to do that sometimes mm. he might not necessarily have money that day but just him bringing the rose to me means he was thinking of me mm. so this gift mm. is really about the thought not necessarily the value of the gift. So now how do we answer NK who's just asked that how do I communicate my love language to my spouse without coming out too needy? That's a good one. Uh, for, for us, it was easier because we had read the love languages. Mm-hmm. And like my husband was saying, I was the one who brought, introduced it to him, the mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a good start to maybe trying to introduce him to the website. Yeah. So or, NK, yeah. 
right yeah. now take your spouse yeah go to our facebook page <laughs> <Simba. laughs> mr and mrs yeah. with simba and i if you go to our facebook page yeah. nk go follow that link and go take that test with your husband and yes. the two of you know what your love languages are it becomes very easy yes, to communicate yes. it without mm. being needy mm. yeah. exactly and when you speak his language after the test he will most likely speak yours as well yeah. wow. and it does explain on the on the test um the, like the variations, for example, like what we've just been discussing here, that it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive gifts. So he will get to understand once he does the test and, you know, gets to find out exactly what it's all about. Mm. Well, here's another question. It says, suppose my wife doesn't tell me her love language. How do I know her language? <laughs> well, same thing. Yeah. Go to our Facebook page. Yes. Mr. and Mrs. with Simber and Ivy mm. and go and follow that link. It'll help you. It'll help you a lot. It, 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 it helped us. I think when we uh, got married, we also did the, 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 the love languages test. And, you know, knowing it, it, it's such a big advantage, knowing what your, your, your spouse's love languages. Yeah. And it's actually fun to do it together. It, it, yeah. it helps. You know, it's like you're discovering something about your spouse that you didn't quite know. So it's exactly. fun taking it together. Yes, it is. Yeah. And even sometimes without actually going to the Facebook page, of which you sh- definitely should, mm-hmm. for you to be sure, mm-hmm. a person with a love language usually speaks that language. It's like when you are uh, Shona speaking, that's the language you go around speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you your love language is physical touch, that is what you go around speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. For example, for me, uh, one of my love languages is receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. So. I remember people's birthdays. I'm gonna give people some gifts. It's unbelievable how she does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's one thing that I actually wanted to ask. So, so does that mean that if you have a love language of, so like you, of mm-hmm. receiving and giving gifts, mm-hmm. th- does that also follow that that's that's what you do as well? That yes. you give gifts yes. as well. Yes, yes, that's so it's the possible. Way. Is it possible then to have a love language of receiving gifts, but you are also not a, you are not a giver, or it's, it follows when you're a receiver, you're a giver. Usually, it follows that right. if. If you're a receiver, you're a giver. Right. Yeah. So whatever you prioritize is what you do. Right. Okay. So that that gets us that gets us out of the category of the blessers and the blessees. Yes. Because the blessees are receivers. Yes. The they're not the givers. givers. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've got another WhatsApp here. It says, "Evening. I'm following, and I have a question. I text my hub, hubby sometimes twice a day, but he doesn't respond. If I ask, um, he just says busy at work. Can I?" continue texting without a response yeah um i think a lot of men find themselves in this in this particular spot yeah. it could be genuine mm-hmm. that the husband is bit but if it's 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 remember it goes back to what we we're talking about earlier on that in, initially when you do not know about these love languages mm-hmm. it's very difficult for you to know what the other partner is expressing mm-hmm. in this particular case the spouse is sending messages to the husband mm-hmm. genuinely saying hey mm-hmm. hi how are you doing you know i just want to find out how you're doing mm-hmm. but it could also be that the husband probably doesn't know what the love language of that spouse is mm-hmm. so this is where now is simba was saying if if uh, the, the 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 lady that has just sent the message mm-hmm. maybe they should encourage them, each other to actually take that love test mm-hmm. that uh, love languages test and see so that at least both partners can know mm-hmm. where exactly mm-hmm. or what exactly each other's love language is mm-hmm. but most men 
I used to do that myself before I knew about these love languages. Mm. I used to think, and I can put much put myself in the shoes of that gentleman because he probably thinks my wife is nagging, you know. And I'm thinking I'm bad, I need you know, that kind of thing. Doesn't she know that I work in eight to you know midnight job or something like that, you know? But it's just someone just trying to reach out and saying, hey, how how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And it's just that probably the husband doesn't know that this is. Her love language. So this is a classic case of where of someone communicating their own language. Yes, and, exactly. And expecting their spouse to understand. Correct. Yes, right. and speak okay. it back to them. Yeah. Okay. So I would say this love language is quality time because it's in the quality time there are two dialects mm. and we'll speak about it later. Mm. But. Uh, one of those is conversation, quality conversation. Mm-hmm. So my husband had to learn to always speak that language to me. So we Very talk difficult. throughout the day. Mm. He will send me messages, how are you doing, sweetie? For me, he's communicating okay. big on the love tank. Communicating throughout the day. When we get home, we sit down, we communicate again, and we have dates which are no um, technology and things like that mm. big on the love tank for the quality time okay so maybe it also helps if, if for some reason they are unable to take the test to just say listen baby when I message you mm-hmm. this is what I'm communicating I'm communicating exactly. that I love you mm. um, so that he fully understands because without getting that um, explanation you're thinking but this woman <laughs> you know I'm working yes. so yeah right so now if your gift if your love language is receiving gifts what are some of the things to avoid some of the things to avoid is going for long periods of time, obviously, without <coughs> showing that <laughs> love language. Yeah. Even a small thing for 50 cents, and it's sweets or whatever. For me, I remember on Mother's Day, we got chocolates. Mm-hmm. I got, and for me, that was a big thing. Like, wow, I got something, I got something. you know. So it's not about the, the value of the thing. Yeah. It is just that you are remembering do not forget a special occasion (laughs) do not forget a birthday do not forget an anniversary Mm -hmm. that is big and detrimental for the person with the love language of receiving gifts due to the harsh economic climate (laughs) (laughs) you do not forget even if you pick a flower outside Mm -hmm. and say baby happy birthday Mm -hmm. for me that is a big deal so small things matter in a very big way Mm. Is that what, that's what we're saying. Exactly. Right. Here's another uh, WhatsApp message. I'd like to thank you for coming up with a great, with a wonderful discussion. I'm now going to apply most of these ingredients you've brought up on air, starting from today. Thank you so much. Wow. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Okay. So moving on. Uh, so so far we've spoken about words of affirmation, and we've been we've spoken about physical touch. Um, and we've spoken about receiving gifts. Now, if you've just joined us uh, tonight on Mr. and Mrs., we are discussing love languages and how the love languages benefit your marriage. And we've said so far that quality time, um, that uh, receiving gifts is one of the languages, physical touch is one of the languages, and also words of affirmation. So, mm. moving on, baby. Uh, moving on, but before I move on, there's an interesting message here mm-hmm. from WhatsApp. It says, my wife seems to want Want all love languages? What can <laughs> I do? Wow! <laughs> well, that is uh, that is interesting. You may want all the. It may seem they want all the languages, mm. but there is usually one very dominant that language that will stand out. Yeah. 
So again, for these ones, they definitely have to go to the Facebook page yes. and do and the do test. test. Yes. Okay. Mm. And another one here says, "Hi, I'm Tawanda from Marondera. What can I do?" My wife's love language is gifts, especially mm. clothes, but it's difficult to impress her with such things. Okay, I can relate with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I, 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 can't, I can't shop for my, my wife's clothes you know, to save my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't impress her. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, Simba, uh, I, I think uh, Tawanda here has brought up a very, a, a very interesting point. Mm-hmm. Because if you find that your spouse is not necessarily receiving... Uh, material gifts or mm-hmm. to me say physical things that you buy in a shop and say in mm-hmm. the you know the people often forget that when you talk about receiving gifts there's actually one of the the the, the least remembered ones and that is just the gift of being yourself right mm-hmm. the gift of being present just being there not necessarily bringing a gift in hand to say from work you know mm-hmm. but just your physical presence may be enough for her mm-hmm. so maybe what Tawanda should try and do is whenever her wife, I, I think he mentioned it was her wife, mm-hmm. yes, uh, you should just try it out. You know, just be there. You know, when she needs someone to talk to, just be there. Mm-hmm. And that not necessarily being tied to actually bringing something along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that could be an angle that he could try if the, the gift, the actual physical gift is not actually working. <laughs> Let's change the tactic a bit. You know, remember we talked about dialect. That's another right, dialect. dialect. Yeah, exactly. yeah. This is the gift of just being there. So when people say receiving gifts, I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm <laughs> talk to me. You know, chocolate or anything like that. But I'm there mm-hmm. and I'm willing to, to willing to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, right. one of the mm-hmm. you know, one of the examples I can give is um, when our children are born. We got two children, two kids. And uh, guys, you do not wait for your wife to deliver. And then straight after that, you're off to the soccer match between <laughs> Ireland and, 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 and Dynamics or, no, or something like that. Your wife just wants you to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just gone through an emotional time. Mm-hmm. It's been nine months of mm-hmm. carrying this baby around and finally this baby is out you know a lot of things can be happening at that time and all she wants is to know that you are there wow. yes. it's interesting you should mention that because that's one of the things that we'll be talking about in, in a couple of weeks yeah. about how, how, mar- how children uh, come into the dimension and how they change the dimension of marriage oh. but uh, you know that spills right into the next topic which is uh, quality time right yes. what is quality talk to us about quality time I also just wanted to comment um um, give a comment to this guy who says, you know, I'm I'm struggling to get my wife the maybe it's the style that mm. you you are struggling yes to, exactly to, to get. So mm. it also may require you um, studying or investigating the things that she likes. Or else, you know, if there's a particular shop that you know, gift she, voucher. Yeah, get a gift voucher. Mm. Or maybe one time, just actually go with her so you can see how she picks, whether it's colors that she likes or it's styles that she likes. Mm. You know, so it actually takes you investing time in studying. Mm. So it's work. Okay. It's yeah. work. It's yeah. work, but it's, it's worth the yeah. way. It's worth the effort. It's worth the work. The gift of being there during shopping. Exactly. Yes, that's a big one. The gift of being there during shopping and paying for the shopping. <laughs> All right, so the gift of being there during shopping, can we classify that as quality time? We, what is quality time? Yes. Yeah, okay, my wife, please go ahead. I know this is one of your love languages. Yes, and quality time, like we spoke about, it's got two dialects as well. There's quality conversation and quality activities. Mm-hmm. So you've got to know what quality time dialect the person speaks. 
I'm a quality conversation, quality time person. Mm -hmm. So I want my intimacy. I'm looking at you. I'm, you're looking at me. Mm -hmm. We're speaking deep things. The feelings. He's listening. I'm listening to him. He's listening to me type of conversation. Right. But if you are into quality activities, then shopping with her will definitely make the mark. Quality activities can be watching sport together if your husband's okay. uh, love language is quality time and his dialect is quality activities so just watching soccer with him will fill his love tank to wow. the top so you definitely want to do that if mm. that is the dialect he mm. speaks but for me I'm quality conversation so my husband has had to learn to switch off his phone when we're having dates mm. to sometimes save up so we can go away for one weekend a year mm. without the children right. just to be him and me with no time. one else mm -hmm. and sometimes to take walks together mm -hmm. hand in hand 30 minutes one hour mm -hmm. whatever it is and he's always happy exactly my <laughs> love tank is totally filled i can go back home so it's so it's it's it's, it's really important to have that distinction to know that mm. is it quality activity or quality conversation yeah, because yes. now we can say you haven't spent time with me yes. but you know we've just spent the last two hours sitting watching tv exactly. together yes. but, but she could also equally complain and say you haven't spent time with correct her. exactly correct and that was that was a big challenge for me Simba, mm. and mm. i can identify with what you've just said mm. because my definition of quality time was we're in a room together mm. together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The kids have gone off to bed. Okay, before even the kids were there, when we were, when we before we, we were now married, but we didn't have uh, children immediately. So I couldn't understand what she meant by <laughs> you've not spent quality time with me. Said, no, <laughs> but okay, Tanga did it taste, yeah. you know. But it's when you begin to realize this issue of dialects of activities and conversation that mm. when you're actually talking about quality time is it is possible for two people to be in a room and not be not together mm. Yeah. Mm. so it is shutting out the outside environment mm -hmm. in what's terms up, of the whatsapp exactly yeah. the what's televisions yeah. the it's getting a chair she sits there i sit here and i just listen mm. you know it, at what she's saying she also listens to me mm. we engage on an emotional level mm. we engage right that leads to the physical touch engaging our feelings i'm getting to hear what she's saying yeah. you know and and we just click at that level right. and the, and she feels that yeah definitely we spend quite a time so yeah it, it definitely has helped knowing so it's important to then also you know create those quality moments together yeah. yes uh -huh. you have to be deliberate about it right. like for us we have made it deliberate that on a weekly basis we go on a date mm -hmm. so if you have no money doesn't mean it's not date night exactly. we are still going on a walk mm -hmm. we are doing some sometimes even if you are at home you wait for the children to go to bed mm -hmm. and then we do something together mm -hmm. and sometimes um we even do quality activities together mm -hmm. there are certain shows that we like we record them and then when the kids are in bed we watch one episode a night mm -hmm. and the other spouse is not allowed to watch when the other one is not there because it's our quality activity wow. okay. that's good okay. that's good that's good we've got a whatsapp message here and it says what if he knows my love language but does not make an effort to show it hmm. firstly i would say is it really knowing or is it an assumption because sometimes you may feel like your partner knows mm. but if you've never spoken to them or they've never seen you mm. doing the mm. test mm. you may assume they know but sometimes they don't, they don't know yeah. and the second one is usually when 
you love each other you will want to speak the other person's love language mm. so i would say sometimes there are previous issues mm -hmm. that may cause that person maybe to not want to speak that language mm -hmm. so maybe if there are things hidden under the carpet in the marriage that mm -hmm. need to be sorted out mm -hmm. maybe that needs to be sorted out first mm -hmm. before, before we can begin to we communicate, can begin to communicate yeah. those mm -hmm. so yeah. find out first if they are if the slate the slate is clean mm -hmm. exactly. perhaps there yeah. could be some issues that are there that were not addressed correct exactly. mm -hmm. that then cause uh there to be uh, ineffective communication mm -hmm. right exactly right. and uh, sorry just to add on to what my wife has said as well i think one of the other things that uh, couples must realize is is let's not assume mm -hmm. assumption is probably the lowest level of engagement right and if, if it's an assumption that this is the status quo then there is going to be a bit of a challenge there mm -hmm. so that communication is key we need to be on the same level uh, speaking the same language do you understand me do i understand you mm -hmm break down that barrier and everything else should be able to fall into place all right so another whatsapp here says do these love languages also apply to unmarried couples e.g boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> they do um to a certain extent obviously like um physical touch mm -hmm. it depends on you know to a certain extent mm -hmm. they will uh work mm -hmm. but quality time definitely mm -hmm. my husband began to speak that quality time love language when we were still boyfriend and girlfriend and other um, most of the other uh, love languages you also do speak even when you're boyfriend and girlfriend so it still applies and right. for example the the receiving gifts and mm -hmm. and you just go and give mm -hmm. the person yes and bring to her so it still really applies even quality time and so it's still quality time so it has nothing to do with time or anything it still works for everybody so it's basically using what's available to you exactly um, for the different languages okay right. we need to move on time is really ticking away here <laughs> we've got two more well one more, one more yeah actually. we're almost done pretty much so acts of service mm. talk to us about acts of service okay for acts of service really um it's doing things for somebody else for example, mm -hmm. you can, if you're a wife and you can make coffee for your husband or you can make sure the house is clean for your husband or something like that. Mm -hmm. If it's the husband, it's really helping your wife. Mm -hmm. You know, the wife, Anunza, they should do everything in the house. Mm -hmm. But if her love language is acts of service, you want to help out with the kids, help out with whatever you can just to show your love to her as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can we generally not say that acts of service is maybe a language that most African men speak. Yes. <laughs> the African men wants me to kneel when I'm serving. Well, generally, I'm not generally, saying everyone, generally, but generally, yeah. uh, to kneel when I'm serving or to make sure when Daddy comes home, mm. I'm, ser I'm serving him a cup of tea, you know, the likes. Mm. So can we not just generally say African men would appreciate Exercise way up there in way, African Well, there's the, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Ivy and Simba. There's a misnomer if i can call it that mm. to think that the acts of service and tradition are the same thing mm -hmm. okay. because we are in an african setup mm. and we've got a certain way in which we've grown up traditionally and in terms of our culture it is expected to put ads my one you know it's it's automatic so to speak mm. in most homes mm -hmm. 
but that is not the case in this case. Mm-hmm. This is in in it's it's not doing it out of force. It's doing it because the other partner appreciates mm-hmm. an act of service, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it, African men must not get that twisted to think with no easily i we no 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 i don't appreciate that because no no magaredo oh this is how we uh, we, we we grow up and this is where this is how where we come from mm. so acts of service i would like to look at it as servant leadership right do unto others as you want them to do unto you mm. so if my wife comes to me and she meets me by the door mm. And she's got a bowl of water and a, a, a dish towel, and she washes my feet. You know, I should be able to do something, maybe not necessarily on that day, mm. but maybe something the next day mm. as an act of service. Mm. So I'm simply reciprocating what she has done because I appreciate what she has that's done. Okay. So that's how I look at it. And um, just to add on to what my husband has said, like we said, usually you speak the language that is yours. Mm-hmm. So if your love language is acts of service, yeah. even if it's a man, you will speak will that language as well. Oh, yeah. So you will thing. find a person with the love language of acts of service, even if he's an African man, will speak it to his spouse. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you will know it's actually his love language wow Aww. well we got a response we got a feedback from tawanda mm-hmm. remember tawanda of clothes he says thanks guys you're geniuses one thing so maybe that's a major love language so we'll try we'll try that thanks a lot oh, <laughs> well nice. done, tawanda. while we're talking about acts of service i'm just remembering one of the things that my husband said you know yesterday as we were discussing this and I, was, and I made a comment about African men, you know, generally liking mm. um, the service part. And he said to me, um, for you to tell whether it's you're doing this or you appreciate it because it's culture or you appreciate it because it's your love language, mm. he says, when you come to me kneeling, when I see you, do I feel, oh, baby, you know, mm. oh, thank you so much. Mm. Or do I think, yeah, well done, you know, that's what my wife That's what you should be doing, <laughs> exactly. That's another good way of yeah. really looking at it. My name is Brighton. Thank you very much for this program and thanks to the Moyos, especially the practical examples. I'm still single, but we'll make use of it when we are also in marriage. Uh Thank you, Brighton. Brighton. All right. This, unfortunately, is all we have time for. Would have really loved to uh, pump up a little bit more and talk more about uh, quality service and acts of service and and, and go deeper into it. But we will be uh, putting out posts on our Facebook page. So go to our Facebook page, uh, Mr. and Mrs. with the Simba and Ivy, uh, and then you you know get a lot more information from there. So. This was indeed a loaded, loaded topic. Uh, so it's important to know what your spouse's love language is. It's important to know what your uh, love language is so that you can effectively communicate love one to another. Uh, sadly, now we have to go. Thank you very much to our guests. Um, Tafazo, thank you very much, KK. You know, it's been really good to have you here. And thank, thank so you much. for having us. Thank you guys for having us. So coming up next week, we talk in-laws <laughs> in-laws so next week we are discussing how far is too far in terms of siblings involvement or even parents involvement in one's marriage in this economy where some parents are having to chip in to assist couples who are struggling how do you draw the line between allowing assistance financially and having parents or the supporting in-law controlling your marriage What are the dangers, if any, of having in-laws move in with you, not necessarily out of crisis, but at times just because they can? 
how do you handle being married to a mommy's boy or a daddy's girl? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to miss this one. If you have any questions or comments regarding in-laws, head straight to our Facebook page, Mr. and Mrs. with Simba and Ivy, and you can either post or inbox and let us know what you are thinking. So get your in-laws also to tune in next week and we can have some uh, good fun together. A special thanks to our producer, Tafadzwa, and to you all listening at home. A very good night to you and God bless. Stay tuned to SFM Zimbabwe's genuine talk radio station. You are listening to Mr. and Mrs. with Simba and Ivy. Keep on loving. Keep on loving. Thank you for listening to Mr. and Mrs. with Simba and Ivy podcast. We hope that you found this episode helpful. To get in touch with us or to find out more about what is happening with the program, like and stay connected to our Facebook page, Mr. and Mrs. with Simba and Ivy, and follow us on Twitter at Mr. Mrs. underscore Simba Ivy. Until next time, keep, keep on, on loving. loving.